0: Okay guys, welcome back. This is the last part of my interview with author Melissa Griggs, who wrote a book called A Heart After His, 30 Keys to Deeper Intimacy in His Secret Place. She's also founding president of Unchangeable Love, which is a healing ministry. So we are wrapping up our discussion, our interview today, and I really hope you've been enjoying that. I hope you've been just feeling lifted up and encouraged And before we get started with that, I want to remind you of a few things. Don't forget to join my Facebook group, Combating Your Autoimmunity God's Way. Again, I'll have the links in the show notes. And I will also have the link there for my Foggy and Fatigued Blueprint. There's some good recipes in that blueprint. And I think you're really going to get some valuable information from the blueprint. So be sure to download that. And there's one more thing, if you have not yet ordered your dream planner from Horatio Printing, as we are wrapping up this year, we are wrapping up this month, I just wanted to remind you, you get 10% off by using the code TREASURED10. That's capital T, TREASURED10. And you will get 10% off your planner. Now remember how important we've talked about journaling and keeping track of your health, your food, your mood, your digestion, and how special it is to put God's word at the title of each page. Well, this planner makes it super easy to do all of that. And again, if I had ever designed a planner it would look very, very similar to this. So I'm grateful that now I don't have to. I just can get a new one every single year from Horatio Printing, and I just love it so much. And I know you will too. All right, let's move on to our last episode with Melissa. I remember when I used to work really, really early in the morning, I would leave my house at 5 30 in the morning and I always made sure that I had my quiet time, but my main source of prayer time was in the car on the way to work. I had that 30 minutes. But even still and yet, like how how long would you say is the time to wait? Like wait until revelation for sure. But what if we do never get any message that particular day? What kind of advice can you give us?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a really, really good question. Do I have time for one more short little testimony? Absolutely. You go. God, so, so one thing that I will say is Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Like when Jesus died on the cross, we no longer have to sacrifice goats and, and animals and stuff because Jesus poured out his perfect blood. But if Jesus had to sacrifice to the depth of what he did, We are going to have to sacrifice. We have to sacrifice through our time, through our our desires. I've I've told people, turn the TV off. Turn it off and go sit with the Lord. And he will test you. God has tested me. How long are you willing to wait on me? Are you going to be caught up in these thoughts of, I put a load of laundry in the washer and I really need to go put it in the dryer? Or you know, something with work, or you may have to sacrifice in getting up an hour earlier than what you do to get ready for work, or when you get home in the evenings and see everyone's schedule, like you said, everyone's schedule is different. So there's no one right way. I believe that starting your day out with Jesus, there's nothing better because it just sets your whole day. You know, there's some people that they work third shift, you know, or they may not get home to the time that we're getting up. Right, And so that person can go in then, but here's the way he taught me. So he called me into my first uh, column, my getaways with Jesus, um, because I, I try to do it at least twice a year, but sometimes more to where I will go and get a hotel room to really pull away from everything. Every, I mean, literally every distraction, I fast and pray, you know, so I'm, I'm fasting during that time. Because he wants us to want to seek him so bad that we're willing to die to ourselves Mm -hmm. to what we want. And so this first first getaway with Jesus, it, it it wasn't very fun, but it was my own. It was because I had something to learn. So I go and I'm like, he tells me three days, water only, spend time with me. So I'm thinking, I'm going to see the face of Jesus. Like, Jesus is going to come and be in the hotel room with me. Like, this is going to be the most amazing thing I've ever experienced with him. And so I go, and of course, I tell my husband where I am. I give him the number to the room because I literally, I turned my cell phone off. I had no connection to social media, to text messages, nothing. And The, when I got into the room, I even took the remote to the TV and I put it in the drawer. So I wouldn't even be tempted to turn the TV on because this was me and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, had my Bible set up and I, in the little chair in the room, I got a blanket and a pillow and set that all cozy. So I could just go sit with Jesus. And so I, I began my getaway with Jesus and I started praying and I had some worship music playing and nothing. He wasn't there and so i kept on and i would keep pushing i would read the bible and then i would pray and then i would worship and he wasn't there and so the first day goes by and now i'm 24 hours into this water fast and i'm starving now i'm i can't sleep because i'm so my my stomach just growled and had hunger pains all night you know and and i'm waiting on jesus to show up to make this all better and jesus isn't coming and so i'm like god did you forget that we had scheduled time like did you forget about this <laughs> you told me to do this so why am I here and you're not and so I got up day two and I, I'm like okay so I'm, I'm I'm getting in the word and I feel nothing like Jesus literally has forgotten about our appointment our time together and so I'll go through day two I'm hungry like now I'm starving I'm at that point to where I feel like you know my stomach can feel my spine I'm so mm-hmm. hungry and nothing. I go to bed that night, nothing. I wake up day three and I'm really upset with myself. I missed it. Like I didn't hear God tell me to do this. I'm doing this in my own strength, obviously, because he's not even here. And so I started, I'm like, what did I do wrong? And so I get in the shower and I'm just, I'm crying and I'm like, God, forgive me, forgive me for doing this in my own strength. And, and now I'm just really disappointed. And I I get out of the shower and I still have heard nothing from Jesus and I get out of the shower and I hear second Kings. And he says the chapter and verse, and I I can't remember exactly what it is, but of course I run over to the table where my, where my Bible is and I flip and I start reading. And it's the scripture where Elijah is running from Jezebel and the Lord tells him to go into a cave and he says, go into the cave and I'm going to come be with you. I'm going to come visit you. And so Elijah goes into this cave and had he not heard the Lord and not been so sensitive to the voice of God. So as we know, and I might get the, the story mixed up a little bit, but the, the wind came and it says that God was not in it, in it. The earthquake came, the whole mountain shook, but it wasn't God. Then the fire came and blazed up the whole mountain, but it wasn't the Lord. Now had Elijah not been sensitive to the voice of God, If you were in that cave, in that mountain, surely when that earthquake came, it had to be God because it was powerful and he was just showing up in a mighty way. Or maybe when the fire came. But then Elijah, the word says, but then I heard the still, small, quiet voice of God. And Holy Spirit started ministering to me. He said, you tried to make me calm in your worship. You tried to make me come by reading the Bible out loud. You tried to make me come with your prayer. And when I didn't, you started getting louder and with more emotion. He said, but it's my still, small, quiet voice that I need you to never miss. You can't make me come. I come when I choose to. See, we are subject to God. He is not to us. Right. And so those three days, what the Lord took me to that hotel room, he had not forgotten me. He had told me to go. But what I had to do was I had to die to Melissa. Mm -hmm. I had to die to my flesh because I thought that, well, of course, if I'm going to do this, God's going to come. Or if I do this powerful, he's going to come. I can make him come. But it's listening and being so sensitive to the voice of the Lord. And I had to be to the point on day three, just water because I had to be emptied. Mm. I had to be just completely emptied of all that stinking flesh that rises up in me. And so I learned one of the most valuable lessons that weekend along with him was that I never miss his voice and that I stay so subject to him that i stay so low that i can hear him because had elijah missed that moment because that's when god he comes out and god gives him the instructions and he finds elisha which carried on his mantle so had elijah not been so sensitive to the voice of the lord he would have missed all of that and so my my advice and encouragement to people who are going in to seek the Lord is to stay until you hear from him because he will come but there will have to be sacrifice on our part it means that we may not go in there and, and watch tv I mean I try to get people to think in perspective of how much time do you spend watching tv or on social media right turn it off go be with such, him
0: such time wasted when we could be Gleaning revelation. It's pretty powerful when you think of it that way. So yeah, that's that's key number nine, waiting on the Lord. Do you have two other keys that you could share with us that you think are really
1: important for us to hear today? Well, you spoke on the first one, which was the the Psalm 91, because that's where the secret place for me is built from. You know, it in Psalm 91 it says that he who dwells, he who abides. In the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so here's the thing. We can choose to go into the secret place, which is when we're covered under the shadow of Jesus. But we can also choose to leave it. Mm. The secret place is a place that you abide. It's the place you dwell, which means that you don't leave it. You stay so sensitive to that voice and to the leading of God. That whether you're at work, buying groceries, cooking for your family, doing laundry, wherever you are, that you're still in the secret place. Constant communion with Jesus. Talking while you're sitting at your desk at work or doing your your job. You can be talking with Jesus inside of your own head. Like you don't have to be talking out loud because he'll hear you. Right. Well, it's just um, Psalm 91, which is where the secret place to me was birthed from was that passage and it's still probably one of my very favorite passages in the Bible. Getting in the word, read Psalm 91 and ask the Lord to give you revelation on it. Mm-hmm. So that one, I always have to, to use that one because it's, it's where it's birthed from. Number five is one of my favorites as well, where I talk about walking with God, you know, in, in the beginning in the garden, it says that he would walk with Adam and Eve. He would walk with them. He came and took strolls and leisure walks through the garden with his children. And he still desires to do that with us. Now, sin separated us from being able to, because I believe Adam and Eve literally walked by God. Like they walked with him. Right. Now, we're not able to do that now because sin separated us from that. Now, we will be able to do that once we go to heaven. We will walk with him, Mm -hmm. but we can still do that. We can still walking with the Lord as having that intimate relationship with him, the building and maintaining of that relationship with him. Since that weekend that I told you about with going into the hotel for three days and, and Jesus not being there, I've built on that for years now. That was years ago. And so it's a building every time that he teaches me something, every time that he leads me to a new revelation, it's building on that relationship. So I know him more and more and more. If you and I were to start meeting every morning to go for a walk, we start day one. But if we keep doing it months later, I'm going to know you even better because we've been talking, we've been having conversation, we've gotten to know each other even better. And so we're building on that building a relationship and it's the same thing that we do with jesus right that and that's so so true and
0: a lot of times we we're, we're just in such a a state as a society now that we have to fill our mind with noise mm-hmm. you know we we silence is uncomfortable <laughs> and people don't like to hear silence And so we, we go for a walk or we go to the the gym or we, you know, anything we do, we have to have our phone up to our ear or we have to have our AirPods in or, you know, just something we have to fill our mind with noise. And there's something really to be said for going for that walk out in nature with, you can put them in. Sure. You know, if you don't, it can be that signal. Hey, don't bother me. I'm listening to something or whatever, but there, it's silent. It's off. And you're just really talking to the Lord and having that conversation with him. I mean, that's, that can be really powerful. Like I've, I have actually heard from the Lord on some walks like that too, right. you know, just, just Certainly. going for a walk. Like it's right. a power walk. It's, it's, I only had 20 minutes, but I, I made the choice to not listen to a podcast. I made the choice to not put on even worship music and just to to have that silence because for me, and I know for a lot of people, just being out in nature brings us closer to the Lord anyway. Yes. Yes. So that is where I can really hear from him a little bit clearer, I guess I would say. So I just encourage you, if you're listening and and that's something that you struggle with is, is being comfortable with silence, just give it a shot. Just keep trying and just give it a few minutes every day to be just silent before the Lord and just wait,
1: wait upon him. Like you said. Yeah, that's great. And in Isaiah 40, 31, it says, waiting upon the Lord and we renew our strength. Right. So waiting upon God is where we get our strength from being quiet. Like you said, the silence is actually strengthening us constantly having noise go in and something playing in our head actually causes us to decrease in strength.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can totally see that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's where, again, the enemy can creep into our mind and self doubt and worry and concern and just all of these things that this life is difficult. And so we need to renew ourselves. We do need to renew our minds. We do need to be still before the Lord so that we can get strengthened and, and become yeah. renewed. And that's, again, it goes back to an every day, every day, sometimes every single minute of the day strengthening. That's right.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: Well, Melissa, this has just been Fabulous. This has been so wonderful. I'm so happy that we were able to connect and have this conversation. It's so important. Is there anything else that you would like to mention about your book? Um, I'll be definitely having the the link for your book in the show notes, but is there anything that is just on your heart that you want to say before we close?
1: I think I would just say, like we've already touched on, just to, to constantly be reminding yourself of who you are and even in I know that your your podcast is all on health and you know your journey to your full health. And I know that the the lockdown, the quarantine got us all probably snacking and stuff more than what we should have. So some of us have gained weight, which like I said, I've I've been journeying on doing the opposite of that. But here's what I want to tell people that no matter when we look in the mirror, we're the hardest on ourselves. You could look like I mean, a supermodel and, and people that are even that look like that or a size three are still hard on themselves. I would say to do your best to stop that. It's one thing in counseling and, and really helping women um, to view themselves as Jesus views them, is that even if you aren't at the weight that you want to be, or even if your hair doesn't look the way you want it to, to stop telling yourself such negative things, because the, the the word of God is also very clear on the power of our tongue. And if we're constantly feeding ourselves negative, not liking what we see, not thinking that we're good enough, that we're smart enough, then we're, we're, we will start eventually walking that out and believing that. And so I think that you know, just what I'm feeling from the Holy Spirit is to encourage women and men, but women are worse, is to look in your, in your mirror and see the beauty that God gave you. Because every single person that was created by God is a beautiful masterpiece. And that's what he calls you. And so you are beautiful. You are worthy. You are wise And you hold every good and perfect gift that God wanted you to hold. And there is strength inside of you. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage you to start speaking those things over yourself and over your life because it will change it. So no matter what the mirror says, when you look in it, because that's our first thing is to start critiquing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because you know what, Michelle, and I say this, and I believe that people will hear my heart. When I look in the mirror... I'm like, you're beautiful. But it's got nothing to do with my outward appearance. It's not because I think that I'm so beautiful on the outside. It's because I see Jesus in me. And when we look at ourselves and we see the savior of the world, we cannot help but to see beauty and wisdom and power and love. And so that would be my last and closing bit of encouragement and advice to us as women.
0: I love that. Yeah, it's so true. It's so powerful. Like we are so hard on ourselves, and for for what reason? You know, what benefit do we get out of it? We just feel more shame. Just really feeling defeated a lot of times. And again, we would not talk to our daughter the way we talk to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that is absolutely really really good advice. And to just really again get into God's word and learn who He says you are. in him. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I have so enjoyed our conversation. I I just love what you're doing. I love your ministry. I encourage everybody to go out and get your book, A Heart After His, and it's just so, so life-changing. If we let it be, it can be very life-changing. So thank you so much. Are you okay, Melissa, if I close this out in prayer?
1: Absolutely, please. Okay.
0: Father God, what a powerful, powerful time that we have just had together, Lord. And I just pray that you would help us as your daughters to seek you in every detail, every part of our lives. Help us to seek you in the secret place and help us to desire to spend time with you, Lord. And, and just to be constantly drawn back to you, even throughout our day, through our busy days. Lord, help us to have a desire, strong will to want to spend time with you, Lord, and to seek your face, Lord, because then then you will be found, Lord, when we seek you and we search for you with all of our hearts. So, Lord, we just thank you so much for this time together. I pray that you would um, just put your hand upon us and bless us and bless everyone listening, Lord. And I just pray for your grace and your mercy in our lives. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you for having me on the show. I I really enjoyed it. And it's been an honor to be able to be on with you. Absolutely. It's It's
0: been an honor for me to have you on. I've wanted you on for a while. So this has been a real treat. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and if you know of a sister, a friend, someone that could really benefit from this conversation, just share the episodes with her. I know that what we talked about, some things were very heavy, very emotional, and some of us could have been left feeling very triggered, so just know that you are loved deeply, fiercely, and held with abundantly high standard in the eyes of your Heavenly Father. So I just want to leave you with that encouragement. And until next time, remember that you are a beautiful treasure.